Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ken, I've been looking forward to this show since last Friday night. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. Last week, we did nothing craft beer in the world. We are back into it with our friends from Harlan Brewing. We've got Ryan and Nick. You'll also see their beer on the cover of the West Coaster this uh, this month. So congratulations yeah, to you guys you and guys welcome are to the famous. program. Thank, Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I cannot wait to try some of your beer tonight because I keep seeing Harlan pop up in more and more places around San Diego. It's like you guys have slowly creep your way into everywhere. Well, that's a good thing, you know. We're, we're trying to trying to take it over a little bit. I just had your uh, IPA with a fish taco at PCH yesterday. That sounds heavenly. <laughs> it, it really was. Let's let, let's get down to it. What uh, what do we start on the program with? Uh, so this is uh, one of our core beers. It's a Mexican lager. You know, in San Diego, it's it's important to just, you know, have some, some crushable beers all year round. So uh, this is a authentic style Mexican lager with corn and, you know, brewed in the German tradition, just like the lagers of Mexico were. That is a really clean crisp refreshing drinking beer and and then there it is it's slight it's more of that toasty cornflake kind of flavor deliciously crushable beer and it came in a can mine's empty all of our beers do only cans wait wow all of your beers come in cans yeah all the beers that we can come in cans (laughs) (laughs) can can are you sure you're not a sales guy (laughs) not this time (laughs) (laughs) i think we uh we can drink some more of this beer and uh i know ryan you want to start off with some rage against the machine because you're pumped to see them at coachella let's uh let's do that now and when we come back uh, i'm gonna try some more of your beers so far one for one you're doing good there we go enjoying what i'm drinking tonight with my friends it is the rock and roll happy hour on alt 94 night it's jeremy with ken drinking with our friends from harlan brewing ryan and nick now the first beer that we had, you guys, impressed the hell out of me, and you said something as we were playing Rage Against the Machine that I want to bring up. We were talking about the slight hop presence, the, the that, that Mexican-style lager you have with that slight hop bite, just letting you know that it's there, and you said, we make beers that we want to drink. The market calls for what the market calls for, but at the end of the day, we want to make things that we believe in, and you know, if we're not willing to crush them, then there's no reason to make it. So for the most part, everything that we're doing is what we both like to drink. You know, there's influence from, from you know, what the taste room sales are and not everything can be a pastry sour and a you know triple hazy IPA but you know for the most part we're making beers that we will drink 50 of the, the can you just poured this beer out in was it labeled wrong because it said export on the side but usually I see that when with export stouts but this this is a I mean what is it it's so basically it's a Dortmunder essentially like a Hellas but a higher ABV a little bit more bitter uh, and then even we brewed this with Kyle at Horror Stage Jails. Um, so collaboration between the two of us. We weren't so concerned about brewing to style. So we pretty much, um, this is brewed with all mecha grade malt. So they're heirloom malt out of Central Oregon. Whoa. So it's a family run farm. They grow everything. Everything's estate grown. So they malt, estate grow everything, malt everything themselves. It's a little bit pricier, but it's delicious. So Kyle insisted on us making a beer with just mecha grade malt. And I think it came out fantastic. So What's the uh, ABV on this? This is 6%. We also did a little bit of a, so this is all naturally carbonated. So we basically, what we did is 
is about two Play-Doh above finishing gravity. We dry hopped it with 11 pounds of uh, saws and then <laughs> capped it, basically uh, spunded it. So it just naturally, it relieved pressure at about 20 PSI. Dude, I'm getting excited with all that brewer's jargon you're yeah. spitting out right yeah. there. I absolutely love it. And it's so beautifully clear. What you're tasting now is actually still lagering in the tank. So we are releasing this next Friday, the 17th of January. Which oh man, yeah. that's good. That has a real pronounced malt character yeah it's a malt forward lager there yeah but it's i mean it has some saws character which kind of keeps it in the european style so next friday will be available in cans and then on draft we got a special uh tap for it so we have a, a traditional side pull tap handle it's the czech style to pour beer so it's this crazy european side pull handle that we're using for it and you know we're gonna have <laughs> I gotta see one of those. if we want to find out more details on that event where can we find mostly it? on our instagram harlan beer uh, at harlan beer but yeah i mean that's where we do the majority of our promotion so yeah i mean check it out that's where we have all of our weekly events has for both of our tasting rooms in Scripps Ranch and Del Mar and beer releases come on there as well. My endorsement that you need to try this beer isn't enough than seeing whatever this side pull handle thing that pours the beer should be able to get you there. Well, we're going to play something that's rather exporty. We, we all agreed upon Dropkick Murphys for this. That's yeah, coming up Boston! next. Go Bruins! Are you sure this is only... <laughs> Never mind. Okay, now this is the beer that you sold me on at the very beginning of the program. Yes. You said that you had just recently had the Harlan Brewing West Coast IPA with a fish taco, and now curse your name. That's all I can think about. Uh, you want me to go to Rubio's real quick? They're just down the street. No, we, we, we only have so much time, and if I send you to Rubio's, you'll never come back. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Tonight, we're drinking with our friends from Harlan Brewing, Ryan and Nick. We've just finished the Export Lager, which you can taste at their big event that they are doing the release for uh, next Friday, and then start off the program with Mexican Lager. Two for two. Let's see if you can go three deep. I mean, if Ken is endorsing this West Coast IPA, it's got to be good. It's high praise. Ken's the man. He I is- like this beer. I'm giving it my stamp of approval. West Coast IPAs, you got to be good if you're going to make a West Coast IPA in San Diego. That's what you're going to be judged by because we're a hop crazy town. In reality, this West Coast IPA is inspired by kind of the the hazy trend in the sense that it's not aggressively bitter. I mean, it's firm bitterness, but it's not it's not really sweet like a hazy. But I mean, it's super aromatic. So, you know, it's a citra mosaic, pretty uh, creative hop combo we came up with there. But, you know, (laughs) you're really coloring outside the lines. (laughs) Wow. You know, it's. It's meant to be, again, to be drinkable, to be able to drink many, many of them. So here's what surprised me about this. You've got all that West Coast nose to it, but yet it finishes more like a pale ale. Here's the malt presentation, then here's just a bunch of stringent, yep, bitter hops. We don't use any boil hops. It's a first wort hop to bitter it at the, at the front, and then it's whirlpool and dry hops. I mean, it's it's meant to be aromatic. Yeah, know, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a melt-away bitterness. You smell the, these just rich, like, tropical, citrusy, floral notes on it and you're expecting to be hit with that chinook drop kick to the back of your tongue exactly and then it just kind of fades away and you want more it's frosty in the springtime melts right away this is kind of a kind of a hazy take on a west coast ipa that's clean i'm gonna make you do a hazy beer next and not only just a hazy beer a hazy beer with our friends from artifacts brewing it's coming up. It's a rock and roll happy hour on Alt 94.9. It is the rock and roll happy hour on Alt 94.9. I've got Ryan and Nick along with me, and uh, I had never tried their beer before, and I I can see why you guys have crept into the hearts and minds of so many San Diegans since you guys popped up. It is really, really good beer. We had the West Coast IPA. We had the Export Lager, which you can try next Friday, and the Mexican Lager. You, uh, you said we were going hazy, and then you doubled down, literally, <laughs> on everything. <laughs> Holding this up to the light, and, it, and light literally does not pen- 
penetrate <laughs> so, any portion of that glass. When, when you're a sadist like I am and you get orange juice with heavy pulp, that has envy on the lack of clarity <laughs> just, that this beer yeah, has. Or, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you skipped hazy and took us to double hazy. This is a hazy double IPA collaboration you did with Artifacts Brewing and Man. Explain this to me, please. <laughs> we made this beer uh, with our, our boys over at Artifacts. Um, we love you, Johnny. Johnny's a good dude. One of my uh, my best brewer friends and you know, my hometown from San Clemente. So we're stoked to do a beer with them. Uh, so this beer is a, a double hazy IPA with uh, Nelson and Southern Cross. And then we also used some of that uh, Mecca grade raw spring rye. Mecca grade being the estate oh, malt from, uh, IPA. from Oregon. So kind of the, the malt that Ryan touched on earlier. So, you know, this beer was kind of a, an ode to some of the old hazy beers that didn't mean to be hazy. Drinking it, blown away. With as viscous as this beer was, I expected it to be more clean. Blowing. I'm getting that wine-like Nelson. We Dude, it's that. not sticky at all. I mean, you look at this oh beer and it's like, good lord, Dude. that looks like a glass of milk. Ken, you drank that kind of fast though, man. Well, I am a trained professional. <laughs> <laughs> we can this thing today, uh, four packs, 16 ounce four packs. Thank you for first putting the export lager in front of this beer so that yeah. I could kind of taste what that malt is. That combined with the hops, this is more than just a regular hazy. There's certain things to this that I've never tasted before, and I like that. I would love to see more beers that feature this just because of uh, what it's presenting. You know, I think there is a little more of this beer. Thank you, Jeremy. Oh. That don't remind me. I'm not done yet. Ryan, you've, you've been our music selector all, all evening, so you wanted to hear some uh, some Jack White. Not White Stripes. No. You were very specific. You wanted very some specific. solo stuff. I want some solo. That's coming up next. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Arnold 94.9. Kenna, uh, are you feeling all right after all those double hazy IPAs? I feel great. I bet you do. I feel good. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Arnold 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. We've got Harlan Brewing. If you have not checked out their beers, you will see their beers. They have a very, very cool logo with the H on it. It's an H. It's very recognizable. Ryan and Nick with us tonight. And uh, we just had their Hazy Double IPA collaboration with Artifacts Brewing. Their West Coast IPA Export Lager, which you can try next Friday. A collab they did with Horace and then their Mexican Lager. This next beer you poured out, uh, I know Brewbies is on the way. It looks like something that we poured at Brewbies. It is a pink beer. And uh, you have a story to tell me about this. I'm sure of it. We do. Uh, we we brewed this beer with uh, Moster Coffee in Rancho Bernardo. Uh, good friends of ours, and, and we do all of our coffee beers with them. So their anniversary party is coming up on July 18th. January. Wow. January 18th. <laughs> Four beers got him too, didn't it? <laughs> January 18th at the Broadway Pier downtown. Uh, so we brewed this beer with them. It's a kettle sour with barrel-aged cascara, which is the uh, the outside cherry of the coffee bean. Is that why the can says cascara? Is that what this beer is called? Yeah. That, it, it is called that. You it's know, if you switch Two out. of those letters, you get Caracas, which nice. is the capital right, of just, Venezuela. Uh, some of the, I'm turning his mic off. Please continue with your story. <laughs> so we we uh, with with the cascara, we also use raspberry and blueberry. And then uh, some vanilla as well. So the vanilla kind of highlights some of the barrel character that we got from the cascara. Did you say they barrel aged the cascara? They did. Uh, some some bourbon barrels that held imperial stout that then held cascara. Wait, so <laughs> yep. you, you take the berry part of the coffee, right? You you juice that up and you put that in a barrel. Uh, I think they dry it during no. the coffee process when they they, they dry them on these Sorry. whatevers, and then it becomes they spread like a it separate, out on a big mat. Yeah, something like that. You Is know? that after the weasels eat them? No, 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 no. That's different coffee. Pre, okay. Pre-weasel. There's this cool, like, berry aspect with the, the berries that you put in the beer along with the cascara that gives a little bit of earthiness to it. I was going to say, that yeah. is it. I mean, you think berries, you yeah. think bright, sweet, but the cascara has a really deep, smoky... 
we kind of felt like it was it was figgy date. You know, it's kind of like these dark dried fruits. Uh, it, it, it definitely darkened up what I thought was going to be a brighter beer. Another shocker. This is seven point three percent. This this drinks almost like I hate to use the term kettle sour because I don't think it represents the style of the beer. But to me, that's the kind of lightness it drinks as. Yeah. There's, there's nowhere in there that I would expect booziness. There's there's not a lot of heavy malt in there. No. There's a lot of fruit, dark fruit flavors. So we'll have it at the Moster anniversary party. Coming up in January. January not, July. not July. More January. accurately, January 18th on the Broadway Pier. And then it'll be on tap at our tasting room. And then we'll yep. also be pouring it at the Brewbies Festival in uh, February. I've been friends with Mel for many years, so I'm looking forward to participating for the first time on behalf of Harland. Ryan, Nick. Harlan Brewing, thank you guys for being with us tonight, bringing great beer and uh, and blowing my freaking mind as to what you can do with some of the stuff that uh, is going on. Kudos to you for making amazing beer. I cannot wait to see right what's uh, coming out of Harlan next. You guys are amazing, and we're going to end with some Black Keys. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's all 94.9. See you next week. Rock and Roll! I think, you know, what we lovingly called this as a joke, you know, what's creeping in Ken's closet has now become the name that has stuck anytime you bring a bottle in and show it to me before the rock and roll happy or like <laughs> you, yeah, want to, you want to drink Look this? What well first of all what's in Ken's closet it just has a certain je ne sais quoi to it. Yeah, it, it it's got it's it's a uh, yeah 100% semi creepy overtones <laughs> and you. um I didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, I might as well come right out and say it. Dude, I I am the creepy uncle in the family. Wake up the gamp. What's yeah, and what's in Ken's closet seems very consistent. So, so essentially uh, what this is if you haven't heard it before, this is where Ken and I go through his cellar of beers cuz as beer fans, we accumulate way more beer than any person should. And it's honestly way more beer than we can even drink. And Ken, having gone through how many decades in craft beer now, my friend? Uh, I first started working for Green Flash back in 2002. All right. So, yeah, we're, we're getting up there. Yeah, it's been almost 20 years. Oh, that's, that's, and of course, before that, I was a home brewer, so I was a fan. And whenever I went on vacation, I'd stop by different breweries all over the country and They'd give me a bottle from their cellar, and I still have some of those. So these are the beers that you've collected over the years. These aren't being kept in a temperature-controlled closet. These are Hell being, no. Uh, these, these, these have moved a couple of times. Yes. These have been in a uh, closet in, uh, in in Escondido for many years. And we chill them, pop the top off them, and tell you exactly how this beer has aged the way probably you and I would age a beer. Now, we've had a couple of successes. We've had a couple of failures. Yep. Um, I will say the last one we did uh, was the the Bastard in the Rye from 2009, was it? I th- 2014? It was no, it was there. from, uh, yeah, 2014. Okay, 2014. Um, it was brewed in 2013, and they released it 2014. Amazing beer. It was Perfect phenomenal. Perfect beer to pull out of the cellar. Oh, my goodness. This one has the same bottle. But no label and nothing on the cork. It is a cork and cage mystery bottle you have pulled out of your closet. So uh, just just riddle me this while I'm I'm going to grab the cork and see if I can pull the top of it off. All right. Um, what might this beer be? Uh, you know, I haven't the foggiest idea. Um, I'm guessing it's either a Saison or a Sour, just based on the, the cage and cork there. Uh, the light color. Um, I've picked up like, uh, many years ago, I picked up a bottle from Allagash when they did their first coal ship release. Um, I think that might've been in a blue bottle. The cork is really tight. 
Okay, then it's not from Lost Abbey. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> that court grease gets you every time. Man, I am having to work this out, of course, not knowing how, how carbonated it is either. I'm oh, kind of, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing it towards the window. And you want I'm, me to get a bucket? I'm trying to ease it out. I have Actually, that's a good idea. I mean, preparations before are always a good idea. I'm, I'm going to tilt it away, so if it shoots, it shoots. I've got the shop towel ready. It shoots the window. All right, here we go. Man, I'm, I'm literally having to wiggle this thing out of here. It's so tight. Oh, we got pop. It's, wow. It popped. Yeah. Oh, look. All right. It smells funky. It could, <laughs> I don't it, doubt that for a hot second. It could be one of two ways. We, 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 could, uh, we could have... Uh, funky have good or funky awful. Vinegary in here. Orange copper color. Soft bubbles. I'm going to put my puke bucket away. Yeah. <laughs> I might need it to spit this yeah, beer look, into. Boy, look at the head on that. That's almost creamy, like, yeah. a, like a fine champagne. Oh, it, it's got lots of tiny little bubbles into it. Um, and so, it's, it's hazy. You're right. It's a hazy copper color. Let's, um, What's it smell like? It's, it smells like it might be something with some lacto in it. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's some sour zing on the nose. That is delightful. That is delightful. I have no idea what it is. No. Um, I would say it's along the lines of something like red poppy or yeah, yeah. There, there's like there's a stone fruity aspect. Say, to it. They're like apricot. Wow, I, it's not a kettle sour though. There, there's there's a little more funk underlying that. Yeah, um, I, I this, this would have been at a time before kettle souring was like a common thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this this was actually like, I want to say this was probably. It, it tastes like something that might come out of uh, Green Flash's Cellar series. Oh, you know, that's a good guess. Cellar 3. Mm-hmm. You know, that is an excellent guess. and Because um, this is this is way too good, way too fine to be a homebrew. This is clearly not a homebrew. And it's kind of the style of bottles they were using at the very beginning. Yeah, I, this, I is, if- this is very elegant. It's got sour notes, fruit notes, some earthy undertones. It's got that nice, creamy, fine carbonation. Once again, it just it, this this shows that in terms of grabbing beers that you want to age, sour beers can be really really good. They really can, depending on how they're crafted and how, <laughs> how tight the cork is. <laughs> there's a caveat there. Yeah, make sure that's a tight cork. Yeah, because there's there's uh, I there's not a lot of alcohol in this. I wouldn't think so. No, I'm I'm guessing it's it's probably in the neighborhood of five. Mm. Well, just delightful. I really wish I could give credit to whoever brewed it. This is really, really good. Whatever they did, but man, well-crafted beer, and uh, I, I believe that moves you to the positive side on uh, on beers that I, are I, delicious out of your closet. I think we're three and two at this point. My God. Hey, you know what? Here's how I look at it. It's a new year. You're one for one. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> Happy right, New Year. Let's drink the rest of this and get the hell out of here. Okay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.